It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to Wednesday, the 20th of April for 2022, and coming up in just a moment, we'll be talking about sharing the cost of buying a house, a property with somebody, which is probably happening in smaller numbers around the country, but is this something that we should be doing a little bit more of in light of how expensive properties have become? And if you had to share a property with somebody, who would you invite into property ownership? It's a great question. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's have a look at the weather and Sydney mostly fine with 24 degrees. Melbourne, the odd bit of rain with 19. Brisbane is the place to be fine and sunny with 31 degrees. And in Perth, expecting morning smoke. That's right, morning smoke as a result of bushfires in Halls Creek, which is under control once the smoke clears this morning. Should be looking at a mainly fine day and a high of 28 degrees. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, be careful when asking somebody to put on a mask after a woman was violently attacked for doing just that yesterday. It happened in a Perth nail salon. Jill Sheehan was attacked after asking the woman next to her to wear a mask and then all the hell, all the craziness broke out. Masks are still mandatory indoors in Western Australia. The mother of two was punched in the face repeatedly. If you've seen this on video. It's a nasty attack. A 19-year-old woman has been arrested over the attack and charged with assault. You know, you just don't know where it's coming from. A 19-year-old today, you could be sitting next to a grandmother tomorrow and get a punch in the face for asking somebody to wear a mask. So I can't blame people for being a little bit cautionary over asking somebody to put a mask on. Across every state, city and town of Australia, The Real Estate Podcast. So we know the property market has been excruciatingly expensive for a lot of first-home buyers and indeed buyers that have left it 12 months from selling their properties before getting back into the market. Ouch, that really does hurt. And is it a time for a bit of fresh thinking? Some would say a radical approach and share the cost of a mortgage with somebody that you know or perhaps somebody that you don't even know because let's face it with Sydney's median prices for houses around 1.4 million dollars you might not ever get into the Sydney market without a change in thinking and to discuss this more is Rate City Research Director Sally Tyndall. Good morning Sally, great to have you on the podcast. Oh thanks for having me, it's lovely to be here. You know, it's a great subject for discussion because one of the primary reasons a lot of people are locked out is because they don't earn enough money. It's okay if there are two of you with combined incomes, but a single person really just can't compete unless they are earning the equivalent of two wages. And there will be those people that are out there, but they are really not the ones that we're talking about. It's the single income combining with somebody else's income 
and suddenly we have more of a dynamic look to this problem. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's two problems facing first home buyers. One is often the deposit stumping up enough to um, put down even just 5, 10, 20% deposit. But the second one is what we call serviceability. The bank needs to see, factor in how much income you earn before they're going to accept your loan. And that's often a stumbling block for people that are buying by themselves. But of course, you know, a little bit of uh, thinking differently can get you over that stumbling block. The issue really we're looking at right now is that interest rates are at record lows. That's made serviceability a lot easier for a lot of first home buyers, but it is about to change. I think we're potentially just a couple of months away from the first cash rate hike in 11 years, uh, and that will dramatically change those serviceability calculations. The banks will start lending people less, and that's a worry. Yeah, indeed. And so if we come back to people looking and maybe inviting somebody else in for sharing the cost of a home, who do you think people should turn to for this? Well, it's all about thinking outside of the box. And so for starters, the obvious choice is to potentially well, to buy with a partner. But if you, you know, you know, if you're not married or if you don't have that special someone in your life, that's not often possible. And so, you know, looking to a family member can be an option. Looking even to friends can be an option. However, it doesn't matter who you buy with. It's really important to sit down and make sure you're both on the same page. You've got to think through the short-term strategy, the medium-term strategy, but also the long-term strategy for that property and for your plans. Otherwise, it could get quite messy quite quickly. You know, I'm just thinking the first question is probably, how much do you earn? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You've got to go and sit down and work out how much you as a combined force can borrow from the bank. And and that's really important. But it's also really important not just to accept what the bank says you can borrow, but to really map out your finances and and have a buffer in there to plan for uncertainties. Like if you're buying with someone that's a friend, you've got to work out who's paying for what when the roof breaks, when the roof leaks, sorry, or the hot water system blows up or strata decide to put up the levies. You know, there are all sorts of costs that come with a house. It's not just the mortgage. Yeah, that is true. And the other thing about this is not to look at this as a radical thing, but rather a necessary thing for the times that we live in. And Aussies are pretty good at thinking outside the norms. In fact, if there was a gold medal on offer for that, Australia would win it every time, hands down. So I wonder, Sally, how much of this has a little bit of a stigma attached to it, perhaps, or a bit of a class thing where maybe some of us are saying, oh, no, 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 this is well beneath me. It's funny, it's interesting. A lot of uh, people want to live where their parents lived and they're looking to buy in a very specific area and they're hoping potentially to buy by themselves. And the reality is property prices have changed so dramatically across the nation that you might not be able to afford the same area where your parents grew up or where you grew up. And that's okay. It's it's important to, you know, if you want to get a foot onto the property ladder, it's important to, 
you know, explore all options, understand what's available to you. It could be that you need to look at something a lot smaller than you had envisaged. You don't need to buy your dream home straight away or potentially looking in a completely different area, moving further away from where you work and commuting in or potentially becoming a rent vester and where you buy a property in a different location, you rent it out to someone else and you rent where you want to live. It's all about thinking outside the square if you've got that dream of getting onto the a foot onto the property ladder. Yeah, and that's really the point. If you want to get into this market, you've got to be thinking outside the square and people will be making some excuses. I'll be saying, oh no, what if this? What if that? Like one of them could be, let's say a couple of best friends go into this scheme and one of them loses their job. It's a bit of a road bump, but it's not insurmountable. And this is where we come back to, it's so important to work out all the different variables and have a plan, have a strategy in place. It's never really going to unfold the way you think it might, but at least if you've wargamed certain strategies and certain scenarios, uh, then you can adapt it to whatever comes your way. Uh, So sitting down and getting legal advice is an incredibly good idea but also just talking through what what would happen if one of you lost your job and, and that one of you couldn't make the repayments, working out whether you would at that point sell or whether something, you know, you'd have some alternative plan in place. Talking and communicating is key in these types of arrangements. I like it. Wargamed every scenario is what people have got to do. You've got to wargame it. And there is probably a great business model here for somebody to set up an online matching service. No, it's not a dating service, but a compatibility partner who you could potentially buy a house with and get into the market. I can only imagine that some bright spark is developing that app as we speak. Uh, um, Again, if you're going to do something like that, definitely go in with your eyes wide open. Make sure you understand um, what happens when it goes well, but what happens when it goes south. Because to get into the property market, you've got to take some sort of risk, but um, you've got to understand what they are and what the alternatives are to make an informed decision. And if you're still scratching your head thinking, gosh, is this a good idea or is this the craziest idea I've ever heard? Just keep this in mind. Each month, Australians are borrowing over $32 billion to spend on housing, which is almost double the $16 billion per month back in 2018. A staggering statistic. It is, isn't it? And first home buyer numbers, uh, they've been dropping since the peak in January 2021, I want to say. It's down 37%. At the end of the day, they're still a lot higher than they used to be. There are still people jumping into the property market. We are looking down the barrel of some very different times, I should say, and people should understand what risks come there as well. So, like I said, the RBA is focused on, you know, the cash rate is currently at emergency setting levels. It's never been this low and it's been this low for a year and a half now. It is going to go up. That is near certainty and it is likely to go up multiple times over the next six months to maybe a lot longer. People need to factor that into their equations. They need to understand that property prices could indeed cool on the back of these rate rises. Certainly the RBA put out some data or modelling saying that, you know, property prices could drop 15% if the cash rate rose 2%. You've got to 
factor in all of this uh, into your equation, but the long-term trend for property has has been up historically. And while past performance is never a guarantee of future performance, when you look at the long-term trend for the property market, there will be some bumps, uh, but the long-term trend historically has been up. Hey, great to chat with you, Sally. Thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. And I think uh, between the two of us, we've probably given that great business model to somebody. I think we have. We should uh, quickly combine forces and come up with our own, shouldn't we? (laughs) We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 